Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Latina Investors. So this episode I'm excited because we're going to talk all about money routines. So money routines are, so first of all, let me just kind of do a little, um, little like love declaration (laughs) towards routines in general. I know that a lot of people don't like routines. Um, They like spontaneity and they like a little bit more free flowy things. And I appreciate those things a lot, but I have found that for me, I thrive most when I have order and structure and organization. Now that doesn't mean I don't enjoy a nice like impulsive day trip or a really spontaneous like plan or turn of events like I I love those things. I just can't do that all the time. (laughs) I can't, I I have to have order um, and structure to to really feel like I'm thriving. Now, I also know that that comes with its pros and also comes with its cons, right? Like there are some times where if my order or my structure or my routine gets a little bit disrupted, I'm like, who knew I cannot function. And I'm like, no, 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 you still can. This is your preference, but you can lean into how do I still, um, you know, function, operate, thrive in moments where there is not routine. And I want to share that because a lot of these money routines that I've created have come from just like what I prefer and naturally um, like can lean into. But if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, like I don't like routine. I like more of like just more of a free flow. I like spontaneity. I don't like too much structure because it feels rigid. Um, I want to offer that like you can still find a system, a routine, an organization that will help you even if your preference is more of a free flow, um, spontaneous, like impulsive kind of like decision-making process or way of living, right? Hopefully I'm explaining that correctly, but, um, I just want to like present that, like we all have leans for sure. And there is also ways for us to still thrive and still be okay. Leaning into areas that we're not naturally like, um, inclined to. Okay. So, so yeah, I just want to, I just want to say that and also preface that I love routines. (laughs) They're great. Um, so I'm going to talk about four key routines that I, you know, have with my money that create a, um, just more like of me feeling like secure and at peace and knowledgeable and certain about my money, regardless of what the numbers are. Like the, these routines help me, to to actually like see the the real numbers and the real picture of what's going on and it's great and I want to share what they are. So the first one is my planning routine. So this is something that I do um once a month, typically before like I would say 10 to 7 days before my like um I do 30-day cycles, which I should do a podcast episode on that. Um, I don't uh, budget by month. I don't plan my my income by month. I do it by like 28-day cycles because that is two paycheck cycles. 14 days is one paycheck cycle. The other paycheck cycle is another 14 days. So really like 
Jared and I, my husband, planned planned money around 28 days. So it's called like a 28-day cycle. So before that kicks off and starts, I like to do a planning routine. And so my planning routine looks like, hey, what is coming up? Like I write down like what is coming up in this next 28 days. So for example, in June, I did this for July and something that I was like, oh, I want to make note of this is 4th of July. So 4th of July, we will typically, you know, go to a barbecue or do something fun or maybe like go out of town. Like it, it is a month where there is an event that is just going to be different or month specific. Um, I do this when it is also like a wedding is coming up, right? Like usually you're invited months out. And so I have those dates on the fridge. And then as like that date comes up, I... I like make note of like, oh, okay, this 28 day cycle, we have a wedding. So let me make note of that. So the planning routine really helps me see like what is coming up in my life. And then this helps me kind of allocate where do I want my money to go to support my life. And I think that's really important because a lot of times people think that like, planning your money or budgeting is going to just be like okay the numbers are going to tell me what to do but I've never thought about it like that I've always thought about it like okay what's going on in my life and how is my money going to support me and also how am I going to like reach the goals that I want to reach right how do I get both and so because I think about it that way I always like just enjoy like sitting down to plan um because to me, planning just gets me more of what I want. <laughs> and what's not to love about that? Um, so that's like part of the planning routine. Now, once I have like um, a good idea of what's coming up next month that isn't like, um, no, you know, normal, then I also look at like, okay, what is normal, right? Like what are my bills going to be? Um, and because I have like a very uh, clear um view of my numbers like I just know what they are I know every month like how much we need to pay all of our bills um like I know that number it's very easy for me to like just kind of know like okay this number isn't going to change much right like maybe like electricity will be a couple of dollars higher or lower actually in the summer it's way higher for us which is like just is what it is and that can sometimes throw things off but Um, because I'm checking in to it like way in advance, I can kind of make the adjustments. So I write down, okay, what are, what is the amount that I'm going to send to bills for this 28 day cycle? Um, what is the goal that I'm working on right now? And so that I have already decided because typically I decide this, um, like every year, like what is my main goal? And then I kind of do like a mid, uh, year check-in. So during my planning time, I just decide, all right, how much am I sending to my goal? Now, for wherever stage of um, your personal finances you're in, you're going to have either like one of these three or all three of these money goals. You're either saving money, you're either paying off debt, or you're investing money or you're doing a combination of all three. So those are typically the goals that you're going to like be putting your money towards. Now for me right now, I'm doing a lot of saving and investing. Um, This year, 
my my first goal was investing and now I've transitioned into saving. So a lot of what I'm sending my money to when it comes to my money goals is a savings goal and then like a short-term savings goals for my sinking funds. And then once I've decided, all right, that's the amount that's going to that, then I calculate how much do I want like want to give myself to spend. And so I would consider, all right, every single month, like I generally spend this much on eating out, this much on um, personal care, this much on shopping, this much on all these other things that are not part of my bills. And I give myself that, what I normally spend, plus like what's going on month specific. Like what do I need extra money for, for spending? And that might mean that my goals might get a little less certain months where my spending is higher. And guess what? That's okay, right? Like you are allowed to change your where your money goes, right? So there's just ebbs and flows and seasons in your in the year and in your life where you're going to be saving more or saving less or spending more or spending less and like that just gets to be okay i think a lot of times we approach money as this like really black and white all or nothing thinking and it's like no why don't you just like like you're doing both like just be okay with the ebbs and flows that come with with all of that so that is the planning portion of my routine I look at like, okay, 10 10 days out before my 28-day plan, I see what's happening in this 28 days that's month specific that I'm going to need money for. All right, great. I have that down. How much is coming in during these this 28 days? So what's coming in paycheck one, what's coming in paycheck two, um, and then what's coming in paycheck three. Jared and I get paid differently. He gets paid every other week. I get paid once a month. So those three paychecks make up contribu- contributing uh, yeah, to that 28-day cycle. And so I just like decide, all right, from this paycheck, here's what's going to be filled. From this paycheck, here's what's going to be filled. And then from this paycheck, here's where this money is going to go. So now I have a plan for like, all right, perfect, 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 perfect. I have my three paychecks and I know the role of paycheck one. I know the role of paycheck two. I know the role of paycheck three. All of it is going to cover and support my bills, my goals, and my wants. And it just feels and looks great chef's kiss. Okay. That's the planning routine that happens. And I go on about my day. Then actually comes like the money actually comes, right? Like it's payday and the money lands. And so now this is where a lot of people kind of mess up because there's a lot of planning that's done, but there's no like paycheck routine that is implemented and so i have a payday routine every time i get paid i actually take the plan and like create action steps to actually get the plan in motion right and so in order for you to actually have the action steps to do something you have to have some sort of system that you're managing your money through and so when i when i say this i mean Like, hey, how are you actually going to organize your finances? Is it going to be on a spreadsheet where you're like tracking things and looking at things? Is it going to be on an app 
right? Like, do you prefer using a mobile app or using a software where like you're logging things or are you more visual kind of like hands off person? That's like, I'd rather just like separate my money into different buckets, like a bills bucket. So like a bills checking account, a goals um, section where I'm sending money to savings and then like a spending checking account. Like how do you want to actually manage your money? This is a lot of the work we do inside one-on-one coaching because like a lot of people know how to plan. Like it's pretty like easy, right? Like, okay, this is what I want to do. Here's what I want to like, you know, save for. Here's what I, how much debt I want to pay off. Like it's all great ideas, but unless you have a system and action steps that you are implementing, the plan is just kind of like a nice idea, right? And so the payday routine actually allows you to take the steps and implement them into the system. Now, for me personally, the way that we manage our money um, right now in the season is through a mobile app called YNAB. It stands for You Need a Budget. Some people love it. Other people are like, this is too much, too much. (laughs) So it really just depends on you. A lot of the a lot of what goes into choosing the right money system for you is your personality, your preferences, your um, like what you value, right? Like how detailed you want to be. And there is no right or wrong system. I've operated under all of them. I used to have a spreadsheet and I would log everything and I would know every little detail of my money. Now I have YNAB and my husband and I have a great way in which like he has a role and I have a role and like we... We just like our, we like, we love this system for us. (laughs) And then I also had a system where, um, when I was managing money on my own, I just like split things into different checking accounts. And that really served me. I didn't like, I didn't even know what a budget was at that point. I just was like, this makes intuitive sense to me. Let me separate my bills money. So I don't spend that. And let me put my spending money here. And then let me send to goals to my savings. So I was sharing that to just help you kind of see there's no right or wrong way to do it. It's more about like, what do you prefer and how do you feel like your money needs to set be set up in order for you to thrive? And so that's a lot of the work we do inside one-on-one coaching. One-on-one coaching is a four-month program that I offer for those of you looking for like extra support with like managing your finances, organizing your bills, organizing, um, you know, like what what to do with your money, what goal to prioritize, all of that. It's a four-month container where me and you just talk about all of that and kind of get you to a place where you're feeling really clear, organized, at peace, confident with your finances, and get you to a point where you're saving $5,000 in your savings and then learning how to invest and feel knowledgeable about that. Um, But yeah, that's a lot of the work we do is, okay, we have a plan, Now we've built a system and now the payday routine is actually you implementing and taking action steps on that plan through the system that you've built for yourself. So that is the second routine. The third routine is like the feedback tracking routine. So this is where it's like, all right, cool. We have the plan. We have the system and we have the steps to get the system rolling and the action steps going and now we need feedback right like i need to know how am i how am i on track with hitting my goals um did my bills all get like paid and are are they good um how am i doing with my spending like am i on track am i spending what i said i wanted to spend 
that requires you checking into your finances. And again, like you can choose how you want to do this. It could be a very detailed, like here's exactly how much I've spent this month on eating out to the penny. Here's how much I've spent on groceries, gas, very detailed. Or it could be you just like looking at like the app, right? So, so the um, looking at the app or looking at your bank accounts, kind of going through and doing this to make sure like, okay, everything's been paid. I'm getting lost because I'm like, there's a part of my brain that's like, you have to tell them about the timing of this. And I'm like, you're right, you're right. <laughs> and so like, I don't know if this happens to you guys, like you're saying something and then your brain's like, wait, you forgot this, must add this. Um, and so you're talking, we are having an internal conversation and then you're like, oh my gosh, I should just like slow down and like <laughs> explain this. So that's what I'm doing right now. Something that I forgot to mention is that um, all of these happen at different times in d- different frequencies. Um, so the first one, and I think I mentioned this, happens once a month. The planning routine happens once a month and it is um, typically done seven to 10 days before the start of my 28-day cycle. The paycheck routine happens when I get paid and that happens however many times I get paid. So for you, it's two or three or four, however many, that's when you would do that. And then the tracking routine happens once a week. So the way that you want to get feedback from your system and your plan is like weekly. So you want to do a weekly check-in of like, okay, where am I at with things? This allows you to adjust course correct or kind of pivot right and this is super important as you're getting started because again you're practicing new habits of like planning and thinking and spending and like just changing the way that you think about money and so having like a like almost kind of like a weekly report of like oh how did I do like how did I do with the intention that I had set for the beginning of the week the tracking routine is the hardest for people to do because one, it can feel a little tedious at first, right? Like, oh, I don't want to like look at my money. I don't want to like track my expenses. I don't want to do that. Um, and if you're doing it for the first time, it can feel like, what is this? <laughs> but I promise you that tracking creates a feedback loop that helps you like course correct in a way that feels good to you right? Like a lot of the times when my clients track their expenses in whatever way they decide to track, whether it's like logging every single expense, checking in on their transactions or doing an app, they get knowledge and they get information from their system that allows them to then make a new decision. And it just puts you in a much more empowered place, right? Because now you don't have to feel guilty about your spending. You don't have to feel bad. You're just like, yeah, no, I know the numbers and I'm good with them. And this is like how I'm going to make adjustments. And here's how I'm going to pivot. And here's how I'm just going to, you know, handle whatever happens. Um, And so this is a great thing to implement and do every single week. The way I do it is, well, technically Jared does this and then he just tells me when he does it and then I check in. He really likes um, doing the tracking. I don't, like I do it because like I like the feedback. He does it because he just like likes it. So the way that we've tag teamed is um, for the payday plan, I take that routine, the planning routine, I take it and then I kind of like get a cosign from him and then the tracking routine, he um, 
he does and kind of lets me know like hey it's done and then we figure out how to course correct if we need to for anything um but yeah that is kind of like the weekly reports kind of like the feedback you get from your money system the fourth routine is a drum roll. I don't, I don't know why this one's getting a drum roll, honestly. <laughs> I just kind of wanted to say that. Is your net worth routine. So this is one that I do every three months, quarterly. I check in on our net worth. And so a lot of the routines I talked about, the planning routine, the payday routine, the tracking routine, are very like weekly, monthly pictures of what's going on with your money, right? And so... That's great because it's like you're kind of like in the weeds of everything, but you also want to take like a bird's eye view of what you what's happening with your finances. And to me, that is the net worth routine. So let's define what a net worth is. So your net worth is the assets, which is like the assets you own. So anything that you own, that's like an asset. For example, money in your checking account what is that at is that two thousand is that three thousand is that four thousand that's an asset it's like cash um let's say you own um let's a a retirement account and it's a roth ira and you have like six thousand dollars worth of assets worth of assets that would be you would list all of that so list all of like the cash you have the um retirement accounts you have the savings that you have even if you have a car this might be like, um, yeah, I, I mean, I would still list a card. Like, let's say you have a car and it's worth, like if you decided to sell it, you could sell it for like $7,000. Go ahead and list the value of the car. This is anything that you actually own that is a value that would be considered an asset that's worth money in some way, whether it's like actually cash or it's worth it. Like it's worth that amount. Like for example, the car being worth $7,000. So you list all of those and then you also list all of your liabilities. So credit cards, student loans, like things that you owe that are like debt that you're holding. Um, for, for that car example, let's say the car is worth 7,000, but you owe $12,000 on that car. You would list 12,000 as a liability. And so your net worth ends up being your assets, the things that you own minus your liability, your liabilities, the things that you owe. And so that difference gives you your net worth, right? Like what, like the, the overview of your financial picture meaning like bait like this is what you own minus this is what you owe here's like net like your worth as in like a financial worth and worth is kind of like a eh word i don't like it <laughs> because a lot of times people look at this number and they they like make it mean like their self-worth um but that's not the case like your net worth is just like it gives you an overview of like the balance of your assets and liabilities and just because you have more liabilities than assets doesn't mean anything about you as a person it doesn't mean anything about your character it doesn't mean anything about your values it doesn't mean anything about your personality it's just a number and i know that can be really hard to like unpack because like let's say you do this exercise and you're like my net worth is negative a hundred thousand right? Like that might feel like bad or you might feel like that's heavy, but just know that like it has nothing to do with the person that you are. And then, and it just has to do with like 
assets minus liabilities and like just because you're holding more liabilities right now doesn't mean anything about you um so i just wanted to say that because i think a lot of times like this number is a good to like check in on but we also don't want to put so much emphasis on it i have to remind myself of that from the flip side like when my net when our net worth grows and i get like overly excited like yeah like i mean there is something cool about like celebrating and, and being excited but i think there there is something also good to remember like hey like also just know like this is just a number right it's just a number it it doesn't mean anything about you but it is like a cool thing to see progress towards like um getting bigger and bigger because it means like oh i'm owning more of the things that i have right like and that and that's good because you're lowering lowering your liabilities now there are um i don't know why i side like that because i in my mind i'm like now i have to defend myself from the internet rules there are instances where your net worth like doesn't really like tell you anything because there are moments where you will have to leverage debt and your liabilities are going to like really grow and your assets just haven't cut up yet um so again that's just a reminder that like it's just a number and like there's always more context and more story to the number okay anywho um the net worth routine so i calculate our net worth every three months um and this is really good for me to just kind of see like, all right, where are we at? Uh, where's the market at? Where, like, where are we falling um, in terms of like, you know, our assets minus our liabilities. And so this for me gives me a good sort of like, all right, we're moving in this direction. This is good. It gives me a good um, like overview of like how our debt is um decreasing it gives me a good idea of how our savings or investments are increasing um, and it's just generally like a great number to check in on but also like de-neutralize a little bit um, but yeah that would be the fourth routine so kind of to recap number one is my planning routine number two is my payday routine Number three is my tracking routine. And number four is my net worth routine. Those are the four money routines that I have. Now, for me, these don't feel like, they don't feel like big tasks that I have to do. Um, I have gotten so like, almost like intuitive with my money that I don't have to like really think about a lot of things i most it mostly feels like i'm checking off and like changing and tweaking a couple of things here i also think like ways in which like this doesn't feel as like heavy to me if you're like oh my gosh like you have so many things that you do it doesn't feel like a lot because i like know my numbers really well also i leverage a lot of automations for these things like for tracking there's like a whole software that we use which is YNAB that like automates a lot of things and it's really just like us checking in and checking and approving um for the payday routine like if we're having to move things to goals or move things to bills like there's automate automated transfers that happen in the background that I don't have to like worry about so there's like a lot that will happen when you start implementing these routines for a long term because for a longer period of time because at first you're kind of in the building stage right you're building out the plan you're building out the system you're getting familiar with the routine but the longer you do it the less like 
you have to worry about it. It's almost like riding a bike, right? At first, you're like really aware of like holding your balance and like making sure you don't like um, ride a bike over a stick and it throws you off. Like you're really paying attention and then you're like, like operating a bike with one hand or maybe even without two hands. I never learned how to do that. I tried to, but I don't know if it's a balance thing, but I never learned how to ride a bike without like my hands. And I would hang out with the neighborhood kids and they would all be able to do that. And I would always be like, why is this so hard for me? I still don't know how to do it. And I think it's a balance thing. I guess I just didn't have enough like balance. Like, you know how like you have your center of balance. I guess I was just not ever able to find mine, but I would always fall. Anywho, what, what am I saying? Oh yeah, <laughs> back to this gets easier with time. So if right now, like it feels like, oh, this might be a lot. It, it might, it's going to be new and it's going to be new habits that you are building, creating and systems that you're building. But after a couple of reps, like this will become so light and so like, oh yeah, like I don't, I'm not thinking about new things. This doesn't require extra brain power. It doesn't require extra mind energy. It's just me almost like leading my money. Like, yep. It's almost like I think about if like you're a CEO of your company and, and like every Monday morning somebody hands you like this like list of like things that need to get approved and you just look at the list and you're like, yep, that sounds great. Nope, revise this. Yep. It's like that. And that to me feels so good. <laughs> so... Yeah, I just wanted to kind of share that perspective and, and help you see that um, these routines combined with like the system that you have in place really do create more like knowledge, certainty, and like peace with your finances. So if you're looking for support in building something like this, getting practice with the routine, and like really just having someone like walk alongside you, that is what I offer one-on-one -on -one money coaching for. So head to the description to book a call or um, if you have any questions, feel free to ask me on Instagram DM. Um, by the end of the program, what you will get is you will feel more financially confident, financially peaceful, and just more like sure about what you're supposed to be doing with your money and have the habits that actually support doing that. And then like tangibly, we are going to work to get you to a point where you have saved $5,000. So you will save your first $5,000 if you don't have that yet, um, or your next $5,000. And then also, if you're kind of like at a stage where you're like, I know how to save, like I have like a, a big enough bank account that supports, you know, all of my kind of like money goals and, and savings that I need right now, I'm more interested in like learning how to grow my money, then we can do that in one-on-one -on -one money coaching too. So I've helped a lot of clients like understand how the stock market works, understand how to grow their money, feel empowered, researching mutual funds, ETFs, like really just like learning the language of becoming an investor. So if that's you, we do that um, as well in one-on-one. -on -one. But yeah, I hope you guys like this episode and let me know if you guys have any questions, reach out to me via Instagram. But that is it. I hope you are enjoying your summer. Bye.